Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy Laduval, and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We continue to broadcast from the other side of the world. Tel Aviv, Israel. I've been to the Dead Sea. I've been to Masada. I've been in the Mediterranean. But more importantly, I'm here with you. Next three hours, you give me a call. I want to talk sports with you. 877-99-ON-FOX. 877-99-ON-FOX. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. So much to get to, and most of it very, very interesting stuff regarding the association. The NBA's free agency, of course, kicked off before free agency actually started. That's when Chris Paul, um, what I would think would decimate the Clippers. Look, the, the Clippers are clearly trying to reform themselves with Danilo Gallinari, uh, it feels like an eventuality. He'll be there, along with Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and the plethora of guards that they now have, minus J.J. Redick, who got $23 million for just one season with the Philadelphia 76ers. That's a wow. That's a right place and right time contract. Um, but I think any normal, either even mouth breather would would tell you the Clippers go from being, you know, I could see a way in which they could maybe make a run to the Western Conference Finals and possibly, you know, win the thing, to I could see a way in which they could maybe make the playoffs. Maybe. 
And then because Chris Paul chose to not choose the Spurs, it feels like the Spurs, it's, it's difficult to see them competing for an NBA championship. And so he goes to Houston. And lo and behold, uh, not only does Houston make some other additions and re-up Nene, but they also may be, may be getting Carmelo Anthony, who has told the Knicks, you know what, I'll be open to a trade, to Houston, where his boy Chris Paul plays, or to Cleveland. Cleveland, to me, is the most interesting place on earth right now. Um, all right, maybe not on earth. It was really interesting to be out in the Dead Sea and to be in the Masada. But that's not the point. The point is, in basketball, Cleveland's pretty interesting. Sure, we're all waiting on Gordon Hayward. Like, who would have thought we're waiting? Like, the whole NBA's breath is, what's Gordon Hayward going to do? Is he going to Miami? Is he staying in Utah? Is he staying in Boston? I, I Usually, the most logical, sens- sensible uh, thing is what these guys decide. And as much as you could go, well, you know, Pat Riley's done it before. He's made these super teams. And, like, they didn't make the playoff. They had an incredible second half of the season, and they had all those injuries in the first half of the season, but they still didn't even make the playoffs. To turn down your former head coach in college who recruited you, who helped lead you to a national championship game where you had the ball not once but twice. People forget the possession before the midcourt shot. He had a baseline, baseline floater that didn't go in. He gave you the ball twice. You could have won a national championship with either shot. To have the opportunity to play for him on a team that had the best record in the Eastern Conference. I didn't say they're the best team in the Eastern Conference. Nobody thinks they are. But to have the best record and have all those picks and the chance to make even more moves, have even more versatility, and they have all those young players who are going to get better. And oh yeah, by the way, the Celtics, it's not like it's a chump franchise. They've won 17 NBA titles. The most logical decision would be you go to Boston. The most illogical would be you stay in Utah, right? If you're going to stay in Utah, you would have decided to stay in Utah already, right? Like if your heart was telling you, stay in Utah, stay in Utah, stay in Utah, then you know what you do? You don't take meetings. You don't take meetings. But what's most interesting is the Cleveland Cavaliers because uh, this ratio, the paucity of all-stars east to west, right, is really, really alarming. Really, really alarming. I mean, in the NBA, who is left in the Eastern Conference that, that scares you even a little bit? Who's left? John Wall? Okay. Brad Beal? Sure. Sure. Uh, But their team in comparison, their team in comparison to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like, look, it's one of those things to which the arguments we make for LeBron James being the greatest player ever seem to continue to diminish with, with every passing day, right? Like, the argument is, well, sure, he has, he's only three and eight in the NBA Finals, but he's made seven straight NBA Finals. Then you look around the Eastern Conference, and the Celtics are only just now above water. The Knicks have not been competitive uh, with the exception of one year, and they only got to the Western Conference semifinals. And that was Jason Kidd in his last year as their starting point guard, and he, he sucked once they got to the playoffs. Tell me who their challenger is. Every time they have a challenger, that star ends up going to the West. And I'm not blaming LeBron James for being born in Akron and wanting to come back to Cleveland or being drafted by Cleveland and going to Miami. 
Like those things just happened. But if the argument is LeBron James is the best player on earth because he made the seven straight NBA finals, even though he's only won three of the eight finals he's actually been in, well, then you actually have to look at the context of the fact the East sucks. It's a big problem. Equally problematic is the fact that the Eastern Seaboard is when the, where the highest density of sports fans, i.e. basketball or, or basketball fans, are located. 66% of the television viewers that watch sports watch in the Eastern time zone. And all of their teams stank. Except Cleveland. Except Cleveland. I mean, it's, it's I guess, stunning. I guess it's alarming. But with Paul George now in Oklahoma City, and I'll get to that in a second, because everybody's, Oklahoma City won this deal. They won this deal. No, they didn't. They exposed themselves to being Oklahoma City. But you were told forever, well, it's so impressive, seven in a row. Then you look around, you're like, well, who are they actually beating? Right? This year's Celtics team would have lost to the Bulls had Rajon Rondo not gotten hurt. Who they actually beat? Tell me where the good teams are. I'm searching for them. No one knows them because they don't actually exist. Right? A couple years ago, the Celtics on their last legs pushed him a little bit when he was in Miami. The Indiana Pacers pushed him a little bit. But for the most part, there has been no substantial competition. There's been no rivalry. There's been no team that there isn't been. Here's the easiest argument. Of the seven years in which he's made the NBA Finals, was there one team that wouldn't be a prohibitive underdog had they gotten to the Finals? The answer is no. Right? The better franchises have been the Spurs. The better franchises have been the Warriors. Better franchises have been, you know, pick the Western Conference franchise that went to the NBA Finals, and you start to go like, oh, yeah, you're kind of right there. Before that, the Lakers. The Oklahoma City Thunder. So, so the, the point is that the, the Dallas Mavericks, all the stars are in the West, except for LeBron James. And this is not me blaming LeBron James. This is me attacking LeBron James, the greatest who's been to seven straight NBA Finals. Dude, everybody would go to seven. All of these stars that Kevin Durant would have gone to seven straight finals had his Thunder team been in the East and LeBron been in the West. Fact, everybody knows that, right? We all know this, don't we? I mean, the other arguments about LeBron go out the window, triple-double, okay, but who was actually better down the stretch against the, against the Warriors? That was Durant. The same people who diminish, like me, uh, his triple-doubles. Many of them raised up Russell Westbrook's triple-doubles as reason that he's the greatest ever. Like, you can't have it both ways. Either a triple-double is a triple-double, or a triple-double is a, at times, deceiving statistic to tell you who really played well. And I didn't say he played poorly. So, I'm not anti-LeBron. I'm just realistic LeBron. And with Paul George departing the Indiana Pacers, and the Pacers weren't any good anyway. And if Gordon Hayward doesn't go there, and the Miami Heat have had depressed... Uh, reset several times over once when Shaquille O'Neal left then when LeBron James left like tell me who the legit competition is in the East it doesn't exist and it is a problem for the NBA now as for Oklahoma City everyone is saying and I heard all my all my colleagues on Fox Sports Radio throughout the weekend I listen on the internet oh the Pacers won the Pacers lost this trade now, look, the Pacers did because they did something that I told you you can't do, which is chase the market. 
right? You can't do it in real estate. You can't do it with players. Chasing the market is setting a bar way too high or setting your price way too high on your home you're trying to sell. And then when you get late into the summer and you got to move because you got to get the kids in the new house that you already bought on contingency and everybody's waiting. And then you end up selling the house for below market value because you started too high. And then the thing was on the market for 120 days and people thought there was something up with the house and eventually you just dumped it. I, I don't think it's a dump though. Domas Sabonis started 60 games. He's not great, but he's a legitimate NBA player. And while you may think that the Boston Celtics should have come up off of picks, the fact is that even with their plethora of the picks they've had recently, many of them haven't had the rookie years that Sabonis has. They got a leg- Domas Sabonis is going to be in the NBA for 10, 12 years, period, stop. And I've never been an Oladipo guy. I've always thought he's more rotation guy than starter and definitely not a go-to two-guard. But when you're starting over to get two guys who are legitimate NBA players who started last year, who started, I don't know, it was like a a combined 130, 140 games, that's better than getting draft picks. It's absolutely better because you're not, as much as Oladipo's contract looks like it's terrible, look at the contracts coming out this week. Whereas Oklahoma City exposed the truth about Oklahoma City. Here's the truth. Ready for it? They can't get a free agent. They can't do it. They know they can't do it. They want to do it. They have great fans. My, in my life, I have three homes in this world. Three, three places that I call home. Southern California, specifically Orange County. That's where I was, that, that's where I uh, was raised. I grew up, I like to tell people, in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And I started in radio in Oklahoma City. And we're on there now. And then, of course, in Connecticut, where I've lived whew, 12 of the past 14 years at two different networks now moving to this network. So 12 of the past 14 years, I've lived in Connecticut. My mom's from Connecticut. We used to visit there at times in the summer when I was a kid. So that's, like a, that's, like a, that's honestly a third home. So this is, no, my wife's from Oklahoma. My kids love Oklahoma. I mean, we're the only people on earth that go to Oklahoma to vacation. One reason is in her hometown, a week does feel like a month. And so every time I'm back, I go to a Thunder game. This is not for lack. This is not, I'm not a fanboy. I don't get it. I'm telling you what NBA people will tell you, which is they can't get a legitimate free agent to sign there. So they have to take a substantial amount of risk. And that's exactly what they did. There is more likelihood that Paul George and Russell Westbrook play for the Lakers next year, next year, not this coming year. Then they play for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And they know that. And the only hope they have is that they have a great season, a dream season. And Paul George is so taken away by the love affair between the fans and the team that he somehow finds the goodwill to stay. Otherwise, they're going to have to sign and trade and do it again. Because, what was the premise of the argument? They can't get a free agent. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This idea that Mike D'Antoni, who was run out of New York by Carmelo Anthony, that he's going to be like, hey, you know what? Carmelo's on the market and we need another guy who scores a lot. Like, first of all, Mike D'Antoni and his system, what do they do? Like, um, and I'm not saying Ramos, you're a... A basketball layman, but I also wouldn't say like you're an expert about basketball, but you watch enough of it, Ryan and music. What is the, the, the two points of emphasis, the two places they want to score the Houston Rockets? 
uh, they want to score either layups or three-pointers. Yep. Correct. Uh, where does Carmelo Anthony score? The 18-foot <laughs> jumper right in between. Correct. He is the master of the mid-range. Neither. He doesn't play any defense. He only scores in the mid-range. He got the head coach fired in New York. Where do I get this guy? Like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Don't be stupid, people. He just got Phil Jackson fired, and they're like, yeah, you know, we, we still really don't want you here. And he's like, well, you know, if I post pictures of me running at 2 in the morning, like, okay, what are you doing the rest of the day? <laughs> like, you, you couldn't have been running at, like, I don't know, 4 in the afternoon? Couldn't run at 10 at night? Oh, uh, but I was, I was really killing it at 2 in the morning. Like, okay, I just... Uh, okay, like, I hope Carmelo Anthony gets in shape. Look, and this is somebody who has an immense amount of respect for Carmelo the score. But he's destroyed every team he's ever been on. Everyone in the pros. He just is. Whether he means to do it or doesn't mean to do it, he can't help himself. He napalms every single team. The Mike D'Antoni's style finally hit when they had Jeremy Lin. And look, it wasn't real. It was two, it was two amazing weeks, right? It was like a college relationship. You ever have one of those college relationships? It's weird how college relationships, like the last two weeks, you thought it lasted a year. Like, man, we had two weeks. We went out every night. We, got, we went back to her place every night. It's like, oh, is it incredible? That's what Jeremy Lin, Jeremy Lin's deal was a, was a college hookup. It was like two incredible, intense weeks where he dominated the NBA. Now, they didn't have Tyson Chandler. You know, they didn't have Melo. And then remember, Melo came back and he was like, oh, I don't really like this, the whole, the whole deal. Somebody else being a star. Dan Tony's whole thing is about ball movement and Carmelo's a ball stopper. Like, wh- where, where do people think, like, Melo's going to be like, well, I want to play with Chris Paul. Like, yeah, hey, here's the thing. Mike D'Antoni's coach of the year. It's his offense. He's still going to try and have to figure it out how you get Chris Paul and James Harden to share the basketball. I'm just like, if you get me fired from a job and I go to another job, I'm not going to sit there and go like, hey, you know what I'd really like to get? How do I employ the guy who caused me to be unemployed? Do you think anybody, it's, do you think anybody, it's like when Dwight Howard was available, like, oh, Dwight Howard would go back to Houston. Like, he got Mike D'Antoni fired before. Or almost got him fired in Houston. Crazy. People is, people is crazy. They crazy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Remember when Giselle Bunchden, Tom Brady's wife, supermodel, worth hundreds of million dollars, she was on CBS this morning a couple months ago, and she said this about her Super Bowl winning husband. I just have to say, as a wife, I'm a little bit, you know, it's, as you know, it's not the most like, let's say, an aggressive sport, right? Football, like he had a concussion last year. I mean, he has concussions pretty much. I mean, we don't talk about, but he does have concussions. And it's, I don't really think it's a healthy thing for your body to go through like a, you know, through that kind of aggression, like all the time. And that could not be healthy for you, right? And I'm planning on having him be healthy and do a lot of fun things when we're like 100, I hope. Yeah, so she's like, look, I don't want him to play the sport anymore. We have tons of money, and I don't know why he does it, and he gets concussed all the time. To which, we, he, to which it was like him going like, babe, 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 what are you talking about? Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Well, Tom Brady has finally kind of answered, I guess, some of the questions. He was on, there's an E60 piece on Tom Brady. Kevin Agandi from ESPN sat down with him. 
Now, to me, this is very simple. Giselle continues to put out there, the, she put out there the concussion thing because she doesn't want to play anymore. And you know what? She's probably right. She's probably right. This, this is no different than the guy who's in his late 50s and he's trying to hit, you know, retirement at 63. And she's like, you don't like your boss. You don't like your job. Like, what are you doing? He's sitting there going like, hey, listen, I got to hit 63. I'm just going to keep going, going to keep grinding. He's like, what are you doing? I want to get through. I want 25 years of the company. I want to get, you know, make sure I get my pension. We, we, we got enough money. And that's all that's happening. This is a very, very normal husband-wife conversation only being had in public. Giselle's like, dude, you're 40. You just want a Super Bowl. Walk away. He's like, yeah, I just want a Super Bowl. Let's go win another one. It's, it's addicting. It's, it's got to be as addicting as hell. Yeah, I, I want a Super Bowl. And I'm fine. She's like, mm, you were concussed. Like, I wasn't concussed. I was woozy, honey. Concussion. A, a football player saying he doesn't have a concussion because he wasn't diagnosed is like an alcoholic saying he's not an alcoholic because he doesn't go to the meetings. So there's, does she know that he has concussions? Have they been technically defined as concussions? I'm sure he's found ways to duck and dodge around them. And he says, everybody says they know the risk, but that's like, I don't wear a helmet on a motorcycle guy. Oh, I know the risks. Okay. But I, you know, I want to wear, I want to not wear a helmet. So I feel the wind in my hair Yeah, Well, listen, we want you to wear a helmet so that if, and when you crash your motorcycle, your head is not rolling down the street because that's a little tough to pick up for the police officer, right? We prefer you to not have um, massive brain trauma from rolling your bike because you didn't have a helmet on. So, hey, Chachi, put the helmet on. Like, I know the risk guy is trying to explain his own stupidity guy. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. If you want to think LeBron James is staying, like, that's cool, but every sign... Just like the signs seem to be pointing to Gordon Hayward going to Boston, aren't the signs to LeBron James going elsewhere? Chauncey Billups doesn't agree to terms on becoming the president of basketball operations. LeBron James isn't recruiting players to come and play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And yes, they'll probably get to the NBA Finals again, and maybe the Golden State Warriors will be worn down uh, by by the attrition of the Western Conference. That's very, very possible. But boy, it sure seems like a divorce is uh, imminent between LeBron and the Cavs. And wouldn't it just be interesting if LeBron once again gets away with stuff that other stars haven't? You know, bouncing from team to team. Shaq has done it. Shaq was somehow lovable and never seemed, never wanted to be, never demanded that we considered him the best ever. But I, I think that teams show who they are based upon the hires that they make, right? I mean, that, that's not any different in business. That's not any different than, uh, than with who you marry, right? A lot of times people marry somebody who resembles, like women marry guys that either resemble their father or the exact opposite of their father. It's not like a mixed bag of it, Right? If they have daddy issues, then they a lot of times marry a guy who's the exact opposite of their daddy. 
men the same way. You know, there's a certain psychology to it that you either marry somebody who's exactly like your mom or exactly opposite of your mom. There's not any kind of gray area in between. You tell people who you are and what your issues are or how you like to manage your life based upon who your spouse is. Isn't it? My spouse is quite different than me. Quite different than me. Like, look, we do have, she has short hair and I, and she's, um, and we're both fairly, we're both slender. We both, um, you know, eat, eat well, but we're from completely different backgrounds. Like I was raised like a very, very, very reformed Jew-ish background. She's from a very, very conservative Southern Baptist background. You know, her dad was salt of the earth, could live off the land, started working when he was 15. They started a young family, everything with his hands, union pipeline welder. My dad's dad was an accountant and then became a car dealer. My dad was a basketball coach. Like you couldn't have been any, they live in the same place from the day she was born. We moved all over. So our backgrounds are very different. My, my, both my parents went to college and my my grandpa, my grandpa went to college and my grandpa and grandma on the other side went to college. She's the first one in her parent family to graduate from college. And so my guess is like one of the reasons that I don't know if she was attracted to me then, you know, once you get 16 and a half, 17 years, are you really attracted to the other person? Who knows? I'm sure I drive her absolutely crazy. So, um, the point is that I'm, I would guess in the psychology of it, there were parts of her that were the opposite of my mom and the parts of me that were the opposite of her dad. And that's how we chose to kind of roll, right? Everybody knows there's certain psychology to your mom, your dad issues, and that plays at least some, some form or some factor in who you and why you marry them. Fair? Okay. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, let's welcome in Brian Scalabrini, decade-long NBA pro, who joins us here on FSR. And uh, let's I want to kind of begin with Chris Paul. Um, I liken this to a radio show where two guys have their role. You know how this works. When guys are used to playing with the ball in their hands, and suddenly they don't have the ball in their hands. They don't know what to do with themselves. Do you think ultimately this works and makes them actually better than they were this, this year? You know, I think I'm going to be wrong on this one, but I don't think that it's going to work. I don't think that Houston will be a better team. I don't think that James Harden will have a better season. But maybe the indication of them doing this was the, the playoff run and just James Harden running out of gas against the Spurs. I mean, there was no reason he played that bad in that elimination game, and, they, and he probably thinks, I need more than just me being the guy who can do this. But I will say this, D'Antoni is the man when it comes to offensive creativity. I'm sure he'll figure it out to a certain extent, but I don't, I don't see how Houston got better during this trade. I, I feel like they're still status quo. Um, all right, so... My my thought was, boy, it really hurts the Spurs. Boy, it really hurts the Clippers. Those are two teams competitive in the West. And that the, the if anything, the NBA got more condensed in terms of teams to challenge the Golden State Warriors. I want to talk about the Thunder in a moment. But is that a fair assessment that, like, look, DeJounte Murray's not there yet. And the likelihood that Tony Parker returns from a torn quad, not great. 
and they they need all those pistols firing in order to compete at the top level and then while the clippers might be different and more interesting they're not going to be as good i kind of feel like that that move condensed the west a little bit more am i way off well when you say condensed the west do you think that houston is a threat i don't see houston as a threat no, I think they're I, – I, I'm with you. I don't think they got much better, but I think okay. that the Clippers got worse, and I don't think the Spurs yeah. are going to be better than they were last year. Like, so who's, who's a real threat out west? And, you know, and, like, I don't know if San Antonio is. You're saying, like, if Chris Paul would have went to San Antonio, then we could be having this conversation right Correct. now. But I just don't feel like this year – Anybody is in that classification. It is one all by themselves and a, and a couple teams. Like, who's going to be the best team to challenge them? Who's going to go to the Western Conference Finals? That's what we're sort of having, you know, play, everyone's sort of playing for second when you're talking about the Warriors. Okay, what about uh, Paul George going to the Thunder? Do you, does that move change them in a way in which they're more competitive? Yeah, definitely more competitive. You know, not on that level, but, I mean, I probably can, you know, say this, second-best team in the West. You know, they have the inside presence with Adams. You're adding some scoring to go along with Russell, who can, you know, Mr. Do-Everything. So, I, I mean, I was never a huge, huge fan of Oladipo. You know, I think Sabonis is fine. I don't think they gave up much to get them. The upgrade was what, like, the whole Eastern Conference, everyone that was in the Paul George sweepstakes, it's shaking their head saying, like, really? This is what you wanted? Like, you asked for uh, draft picks moving forward. You asked for some current starters, and you settle on guys like Oladipo and Sabonis. It was clearly a move to shift them out west and get Paul George out of the east. My only beef with the move was you could have made that move in two weeks. You could have waited till after free agency to make that move, but I sort of thought they, they jumped the gun a little bit on that one. But – with that being said, talking Western Conference, yeah, I would say OKC, second-best team in the Western Conference. Here's a problem, though. They, they just don't have enough shooting. You know, Russ is a great player, but not a great I shooter. Know. And yeah, they're going to the probably Paul bring George back Andre. He does, but not, not so much like, look, um, like Oladipo's not a good enough shooter. I, I think he's okay. I think he's a fifth-best starter, right, or fourth, fifth-best starter. I think Sabonis, I actually think Sabonis got a chance to be pretty good. But oh, and he started sixty games for him. But okay, they're they're both very young and they're both under contract. But like, it, and so they they got better. And he's a better player than anybody else they could have gotten out there to wing. But he also he's kind of a three four in how they play in the NBA. And they just they don't have enough guards. And they're gonna bring back Andre Robertson. He still can't shoot. They still got the same problems. Um, okay, so then you tell me who do you got as the second best team? Are you are you saying Gordon Hayward know. signs I, back with Utah? Minnesota, well, I was going to say, they make the jump. Like, like I'm, I'm unclear on who, what you got for the second-best team in the Western Conference. I'm not sure there is one. I'm, I'm, I agree with you there, which is kind of depressing. It's kind of depressing that we're like, all right, Thunder, Cavs, again, and everything else doesn't matter. I'm just kind of thinking, I'm thinking of Oklahoma City. It's, one, it's a potential one-year rental, and you could lose them both to L.A., and then what? Like, is it worth rolling the dice when you know you don't, you're not really good enough? I don't know. That's a, that's a tough that's a tough call. Yeah, right, let's, I think... let's, talk, let, let's talk about Hayward. Um, okay. It, it feels like he should be a Celtic. You've been a Celtic, but it's Brad coached him in college. I think that's big. Um, I think the fact that they already have, like Miami's telling him we're going to win. Boston's like, we are winning. 
Boston has the resources to continue to add pieces. It's a, it's also a team of franchise. It's won 17 NBA titles. Like I kind of feel like you're over, he's overthinking this thing to go anywhere else outside of the cold. What could possibly be keeping Gordon Hayward from signing with the Celtics? (laughs) Doug, people love Miami. I'm just keeping it real. Pat Riley is persuasive. People love Miami. They go on the tour. The tour has worked before. It, it, it could work again. Um, it, what, I will say this, though. With Paul George going west, Jimmy Butler going west, doesn't it seem like Paul George has to go east? Like, he has to – like, he can be a perennial Eastern Conference all-star. You mean, you mean, you mean, Gord, you mean Gordon start, Hayward? You know what I mean? I mean? I'm sorry. You mean Gordon Hayward? Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Gordon Hayward should definitely come out east now that, you know, I mean – it's, a, it's going to be a hard make for him to make the all-star team out west. And, I mean, not, I'm not, I don't think he'll start over LeBron or, or Giannis, but there's a good chance that he gets to nod at a guard position uh, in, the, in the Eastern Conference. So I think he should go east. I would love to tell you, and you're right, the winning, Brad Stevens, you know, tradition, but it's hard. It's always hard to bet against Pat Riley and the Heat and the no state income tax and all that stuff really comes into play. Hmm. I don't know. I just you go somewhere who you, you trust the coach, you know the coach. It's a good team. I get it. Warm weather is awesome. I mean, and and Boston cold is real, 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 real cold. Um, Chauncey doesn't take the president of the Cavaliers' job. Um, and like, look, I know Chauncey has been up for other jobs for the Atlanta job for one, um, maybe for Milwaukee as another, but this is a chance to take over a franchise that's been the last three NBA finals. And he seemed to have been the one guy who could look LeBron James in the eye and, and garner, garner respect from him as opposed to somebody else who's, you know, more of a number guy or, or a non former player guy. Uh, th- this does not paint a pretty picture, but what are your thoughts on Chauncey just turning down the job? Yeah, it, it has to mean that LeBron is leaving, right? What else could it mean? I mean, why? If you go in there and have this conversation, obviously you're going to talk to LeBron before you take the job. And you say, you know, hey, Bron, wha- you know, what's the deal? I want to take this job. Are we going to do this? Are we going to, you know, try to win another championship, get over the hump? Can, you know, can we get Paul George? Like, what- All these things, they have to be in the conversation if Paul George goes to OKC and Chauncey doesn't take the job, I don't know. To me, like the writing's on the wall. This is it for the Cavs. Like, they got one more year to try to beat the Warriors, and then LeBron goes west. Does it take away from LeBron's seven consecutive NBA Finals runs that it's been in the East? No, nothing, nothing will ever take away from everything that LeBron has done at this point. I think he can continue to lose to the Warriors until that team is broken up. And it won't take away from what he's done. Like all the, the, the championships, uh, not this past season, but the season before the championship. So, no, it's not going to mess with his legacy. He can only go up from here. And so, you know, I just, I just don't – and I don't know how Cleveland will deal with it when he finally does leave. He promised him a championship. He got him a championship. It's just all fine. Like, all right, all right, I did what I was supposed to do now. Let me retire and I'm past my prime. Let me go do this. But I don't know if that's – that's how the fans will react towards it. But I do know that with Chauncey not – I really thought that if he took the job, they were going to get Paul George, and then LeBron would stay. I don't think that that's happening now. 
I, I agree with you. I think it's a sign of a sign of what's to come in Cleveland, and it's really, really, really not good. Hey, turns out we all should have been six foot three shooters, right? JJ Redick, one year, twenty three million. Uh, for for JJ, what was your reaction when you saw that deal? I mean, it makes complete sense. Like you don't you don't want go up, moving forward. You don't want to be a tax team. You don't want to do anything long term, and you want to get guys in like. I don't, I don't look at money as dollars. I look at it as cap situations, right? I don't. That's the difference. I think normal people out there say, "Wow, twenty-three million dollars." I think of it as they were going to use their cap space on somebody. Why not use it on a guy for one year? And they also did the same thing with Amir Johnson, who's an unbelievable. I, I you know I covered him this year. Great veteran guy, good leader. Would be great uh, for the team, you know, around the. Uh, the locker room, but one-year commitment, not not moving forward. Not that's the problem with the last year and when the cap jumped. I have no problem with the guys making big money last year. It made perfect sense, you know. Like use your cap space up, you have it. But signing guys to four-year deals and doing that, and then now you're you're cap strung moving forward and looking at the Lakers having to ship off a number two pick just for cap cap relief moving forward. That made no sense. All across the board, the NBA were making mistake after mistake. So don't get caught up in the $23 million. Look at the one year where the, where the Sixers are using their cap space to improve like the young guys and, and their mental attitude and how they approach the game. J.J.'s a worker no matter what, and he's professional. So he's going to help that locker room out and you know, provide some shooting for that team. Uh, last thing, there's a report out. Uh, you're, you're talking about guys taking less instead of worrying about – you know, getting every last dollar. There's there's talk now uh, from Marcus Thompson, the Bay Area News Group, that Kevin Durant could take as little as $28 million a year, maybe $25 million a year, as opposed to he's he's able to take as much as $34.65 million. In other words, uh, take maybe $9.5 million less than he could so that the team can uh, be more pliable. They get Andre Godala and pay less against the cap. Uh Pretty stellar stuff of, from KD, uh, considering, you know, other people on the team haven't taken less to stay. Well, let's let's put it in perspective, though. Because he's after his first year, he doesn't have full bird rights. So if he took the full money, those guys can't. Not, not they can't, you know, they cannot be on the team. So it's not like Steph Curry getting as much as he can doesn't affect Iguodala. The only guy that affects Iguodala and Livingston is Kevin Durant. So, yeah, respect. A lot of respect. He's going to get his payday, and that payday is going to come, and the Warriors are going to be, you know, so far into the tax. But this year for him to do that is is a one-year deal. KD will not be taking pay cuts moving forward for guys after this. But it was, you know, I, I, you know, I give him a lot of credit for doing that. And Iguodala was huge in recruiting of Kevin Durant. So it's, it's, I like to see him do that, and you know the rest of those guys should get paid. I mean, that's, they have a super team, and the price of having a super team is going to go up. Brian Scalabrini, Scout, great stuff. Uh, let's see what happens with Gordon Hayward. Uh, best guess, you think he does the Celtics? Uh, I don't. I'm worried, but yeah, I guess I think he does the Celtics, but I'm worried about Miami. I do think I'm he's leaving about- Utah, though. Yeah, I I think if he would have stayed, in, if he was going to stay in Utah, he would have said he's staying in Utah already. I mean, that's right. Like, why would you? 
don't know. That's, that's the way I look at things. Scout, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up soon. Thanks so much for joining us. You got it, Doug. See ya. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.